after the Dharma talk and the walk, um, I'm going to offer some reflections, practice on loving kindness, the Brahma Viharas, the abode of the of the divine, the abode of these beautiful qualities of loving kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, equanimity. And generally, uh, we're going to the one that um, offers the talk will also do the metta, and then each night you'll hear from the other teachers, J.D. tomorrow and Mary Grace the following day. So these qualities of the heart of loving-kindness, and um, you can bear with me, and I know some of you have, have heard this story before, and I, I, I love stories. With the story of the Buddha and his pathway towards awakening. Very inspiring to me. And the story of loving kindness is also a very inspiring story for me. Sometimes the word metta, which is a quality of friendliness, loving kindness, and sometimes can be rendered as that which softens the hardened heart. And the story goes that Many years ago in a faraway galaxy, <laughs> there was a group of monastics that um, were wanting to go into the forest, to a deep forest to meditate, and they let the Buddha know they were going off into this forest and to wish them well during a rainy season retreat. And these monastics left and came into this beautiful forest that was just um, an exquisite place to practice. The way of the geographical area of that practice, of that place, it really supported deep concentration. There's a deep quiet there, and there was also a, um, not far away was uh, one could fulfill their requisites of going to the householders to be offered food, and there was a stream with um, water, there was firewood a really nice place to practice. And so they set off on their journey there. And upon arriving, they set up their little areas underneath different trees to meditate and to begin their practice. And um, things went well for a while. And unbeknownst to them, there was a, a group of tree spirits that also lived there that were very beautiful and radiant and their appearances, very sweet-smelling fragrance coming off their celestial bodies, if you will. And that was actually their forest that they, where they lived. And when they saw that the monastics weren't leaving, they were okay for like a little bit of time. But when they seemed to just be not leaving, they were getting a little bit annoyed. And getting increasingly annoyed... They began to like pull little tricks to try to get rid of them. Like a monastic would get a water pot filled up and then all of a sudden they'd find that it was turned over or a forest path was swept clear and it was covered with leaves soon after. Fire was going and it was all of a sudden put out. The monastics began talking with one another. Do you do this? Do you do this? Do you see anything? And no one saw anything and they were like, hmm. Something strange is going on here. 
But nevertheless, they, they said, we'll just continue to stay. Well, these tree spirits got increasingly annoyed and decided to take much dire measures, and they had the magical powers to transform their beautiful, radiant, luminous, sweet-smelling appearances into very scary-looking images. And emitting from their body was a stinking stench, and their voices that were once so beautiful uh, and ease to, to listen to became very crude and loud and screechy. And so they pounced upon these monastics, and the monastics truly got very frightened, and they fled, realizing this, this forest is haunted. And so they came back to where the Buddha was, and the Buddha said, huh, the, the rainy season's not over, and what are you doing back here? And so then they explained what had happened, and then the Buddha said, I'm going to teach you a meditation, and I want you to practice this every step of your way back to the forest, and to practice it in the forest. They were a little bit hesitant, but they didn't want to say no to the Buddha, and so they learned this practice, which is called the loving-kindness meditation. So each step of the way back, as they were lifting and moving and placing, they began to, not only to repeat these words, but experience them and feel them in their hearts and it transformed them. I'm going to read a few words from the Metta Sutta that is something that they chanted and practiced and embraced and embodied into their skin and bones and being. And such beautiful, wise words. The Metta Sutta, the Buddha's teaching on loving kindness, and says, this is what should be done by one who is skilled in goodness and who knows the path of peace. Let them be able and upright and straightforward and gentle in speech and humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied and unburdened with duties and frugal in their ways. What a beautiful prescription on how to live life. Able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech, humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied. Not proud and demanding in nature, let them not do the slightest thing that the wise would later reprove. And wishing in gladness and in safety, may all beings be at ease. Whatever living beings there may be, whether they are weak or strong, omitting none, the great or the mighty, the medium, the short or the small, the seen and the unseen, those living near and those living far away, those born and to be born, may all beings be at ease. I just love that line, those born and to be born. It's like, we got you covered, even if you're not yet born, we got you covered. We are extending out this goodwill to those born and those yet even to being born. What an incredible gift of the heart, extending this love to all beings. Let none deceive another or despise any being in any state. Let none through anger or ill will wish harm upon another. Even as a mother protects with her life her child, her only child, so with a boundless heart, 
one cherishing all living beings and radiating this kindness over the entire world, spreading upwards to the depths and downwards, upwards to the sky and downwards to the depths, outwards and unbounded and freed from hatred and ill will, whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness, one should sustain this recollection. This is said to be the sublime abiding. And by not holding to fixed views, the pure-hearted one, having clarity of vision, becoming freed of all sense desires, is not born again into this world. There's a beautiful term called metta vimuti, that's the Pali, and that means the liberation of the mind and the heart through loving-kindness. Why is that? Because it begins to see through the narcissism, the egocentricity, the identifications that bound us up. So each step of the way, these monastics lifting, moving, and placing, extending their goodwill to all beings, those born and yet to being born. As it got closer to the forest, the tree spirits looked out and saw them coming, and they were, they became like transformed themselves into even more scarier-looking appearances. And emitting from their body was a stinking stench that would make you vomit. And their voices were howling and screeching, could almost like break eardrums. And they got ready to pounce on these monastics once and for all. Meanwhile. The monastics are lifting, moving, placing, may all beings dwell with peace. So it's getting closer and closer, and it's kind of this crescendo that's building up and up, and the tree spirits are ready to pounce on them, and the monastics are getting closer. But the monastics were so absorbed in this love and kindness, they were just emanating it so powerfully that their goodwill and spirit just began to creep or penetrate or like a wind into the forest. So I love that translation of love and kindness, that which softens the hardened heart. Because as that love and kindness entered into the forest and entered into the tree spirits, they were so touched with the powers of goodwill, of love. And their hearts softened. It is said that they transformed themselves back into their radiant, beautiful, luminous, sweet-smelling appearances with melodic voices, and some began to sweep the forest pathways, others gathered water, some started a fire, and they received these monastics. And they were so touched with this practice of that which softens the hardened heart, this goodwill, this loving kindness, that they asked them, can, can you teach this to us? Can we practice together? And so it said that the, for the rest of the Rings retreat, they all practiced together, and sometimes like in a Grimm's fairy tale, they all got enlightened and they all lived happily ever after. May we never underestimate these powers of love. This is, you know, we're reading in between the lines of the stories, may we never underestimate these powers of love.
Martin Luther King says, I've decided to stick to love. I know that love is ultimately the only answer to the problems of humanity. I say to myself that hate is too great of a burden to bear. You may murder the hater, but you do not murder hate. Violence merely increases hate. Darkness cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So sensing into our own hearts that which softens a hardened heart. You're welcome. If you like, you can place your hand on it or not, whatever feels comfortable for you. But sensing and feeling into our own heart. Again, this is where the wisdom and the love come together, seeing through these stories of self-loathing, identifications, opening into our hearts with great compassion, kindness, just as we are. beginning to reconcile to the times I've been hard on myself through this greater understanding of seeing through the conditioning that has fed that. Opening into our own hearts with wisdom and compassion. Just sensing and opening into the heart these stories of our own self-loathing and they begin to dissolve as we see more clearly these stories that have bounded us entangled us making peace with our own heart perfectly perfect as we all are being present. Just feeling the support of the cushion, the chair, the floor, the bed, the sofa, wherever you are, and just allowing yourself to be held. And this heldness is this quality of being held with great loving kindness for ourselves, making peace with our own hearts. There's nothing that we have to try to do or push away, just allowing to receive and to be held in this heart of loving-kindness.
as we invite in this place of being held and taking rest in this heart of loving kindness, we're welcome to also include with this rest you all of your near and dear ones. May they also find their place of resting in this heart of compassion, of goodwill, of loving kindness to all of my near and dear ones, family, friends, our community. It's this circle of just being held with great kindness to those that are near and dear. Yeah, may our community and near and dear ones experience rest and health, protection from illness, and danger. Just including this loving kindness that we take rest into, may the near and dear ones, our community, May this whole world take rest in it. May this earth take rest in itself, being held within the universe. It's abiding with loving kindness. All human beings, all living things, those that live in or on the earth, those living in the waters, those living mostly in the air, may all beings find the rest within their hearts. May there be peace. 